We are going to be mucking around today. I love it. In the Ooh. studio. Awesome. I'm not going to wear this whole time. I'm dead. Yeah, I'm sweating. I'm out of balls right now. <sighs> To the Nerd Network podcast. Welcome, every welcome everybody. <laughs> it's your host Marcy. Hi. Good to see you guys. Thanks for listening and watching the Nerd Network podcast. I'm your host Marcy, as always. I'm here with Julian. Hey. Blake. Blake. How's it going, <laughs> and we have a special guest here. Introduce yourself, sir. Ah, uh, Josh Latrell. Awesome. Joshua. Yeah. Thanks for being here, sir. Absolutely. Thanks for having me. Yeah. No problem at all. Um. So yeah, we've we've been friends on Facebook for a little bit. Um, we barely know each other. That's right. So without going into it too much, let the whole world know who you are. I don't even know where to start on that one. <laughs> Wherever you want. Yeah, sure. So you know, uh, Josh Luttrell, um, a Topeka native. I do lots of cool stuff like art and movies and music, and I'm also running for district attorney right now. Um, but uh, you know, the the art part of my life is really what has taken up most of it. What, what, an, you know, I'm an attorney too and things like that. Yeah. Uh, so the, f your favorite art part, what, what's your favorite part of the art? So, you know, definitely the, the music aspect of it. Um, you know, I've been a musician for 20 years and um, I've done a lot of really, really cool things. Um, so we'll probably talk a little bit uh, more tonight, but, you know, I wrote a soundtrack to a horror movie that my wife is in and, uh, oh wow! You know, yeah, so that was um, pretty cool. We are me and my wife are in a band called Cables and Lace, and we are trying to finish our album, get it released on uh, this record label that's uh, owned by a friend of uh, of ours that I've toured with before. And um, you know, right now I'm working on uh, trying to finish the, the soundtrack to a, sh a short horror film uh, that was done here, and uh, looking for for more work in that. And then also, you know, doing short film stuff and other kind of weird art projects. Uh, I think the last big art project I did that wasn't kind of music or video related was a uh, a nonlinear story experience told through uh, the little portable tape players. You know, okay. those like old ones. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And uh, so the idea was that you had to have all the, the tapes and you would get the story. And if you got them all together at the very end, you have to press play on all of them because the, the, the story resolves itself, but it's chopped up. And so you have to all have which play and then they would all sync up oh wow and that would give you the that's, that's cool exciting. that's yeah. pretty cool that's, that's really cool. cool so you got a, a, a home full of artists yeah absolutely yeah yeah, yeah. me and my wife we uh we you know i i i feel like uh you know people put topeka down for not having anything to do but we do a lot of really cool stuff and there's a lot of really talented people here and a lot of opportunity to to meet with people and create and explore those ideas you just got to get out there and do it and you know if you feel like there's nothing here you got to step up and, and create the world you want. Yeah, for sure. So in high school, were you in like in theater class or stuff like that? <clears throat> I was a stagecraft kid. Okay. Yeah, but I, I got kicked out of high school for not going. <laughs> uh, <laughs> so, but yeah, I just, I was a stagecraft kid and I was a little punk, punk rocker. That's and cool. uh, so I didn't spend a lot of time at the actual school. Where'd you go to high school? Topeka High. That's right. Trojans, T High in the Trojans, building. Right? Blake's yeah, over people. here. Blake over here is at Topeka West. Uh, well, you could smoke. At Topeka High when I was there. So. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Topeka man. West, you say? Who's this man? That's right. Yeah. That's right. That's right. Give it That's to me. Great. Give it to me. That's great. 
That's funny. Well, sorry, Blake, you're outnumbered. That's Tobias okay. went to Topeka West, too. That's right. It's okay. We forgive you guys. Ouch. <laughs> no, man. Uh, Joshua, thanks for being here. Yeah, thank you. Appreciate it. Yeah, absolutely. Oh, that's awesome. But yeah, we're going to get into some nerd shit right now. Damn, that's some nerdy yeah. shit. <laughs> there we go. Okay. Yeah. All right, I swear we've done this I have before. To ha- I yeah, need no, to, I at least once. Yeah. Yeah. I need to get these yeah. marked, or at least like change the names of them so I <laughs> can recognize which one is which. Oh, but. that's great. No, so we got some cool... Ooh. Oh, good? man. Man, that that's, sounds... That's quality right there. That microphone is awesome. <laughs> that was fantastic. Are you sponsored by... Man, Mountain <laughs> Dew. Cool Mountain Dew. Sour, Sour Patch. Sour Patch Reese's. Yeah, we need to get all this. Reese's Peanut Butter Cup. So, welcome. You guys can definitely enjoy that. Since yeah, last time yeah. I brought candy, didn't share. Yeah, I'm sharing cool. now. Trick or treat. All right, I'll I'll take. I'm gonna take, I'm gonna get some, some of your sour patch kids. Open it up. Open I'm, it up. You know I'm not familiar with I'll, the whole trick or treating thing, so I just this is all new. This is all new to Julian. Come on, Julian. I'll, I'll show a, you how to open the Reese's. I'll eat a whole bag of, of sour. Okay. Anything. What is this candy? Oh my god. <laughs> what is this candy thing? Never had sugar before. Never had sugar. <laughs> That'd be bouncing right. off the walls. That's funny. But no, we got Guller uh, beer here in the building right now. I don't know anything about it. I'll put up some little graphics and stuff. Let the world know where. Guys can get it. What's it about? Okay. We can't talk about too much. They're an unofficial sponsor right now. About <laughs> new though. For now. Please. Yeah, this for is now. Please. This is for fancy. Now. How do you even? Oh man. I heard it's like an event to open. This it thing. is. It is. It's so, like an event. All right. So, okay. See the sticker. Play music. See the sticker. <clears throat> pop it. You want to like pop it pop or it. pull it? But I think you want to pop it. No. I, I think this is a late '90s Ooh. game. Oh oh oh. Okay. Pop so. it. Twist it. Pull yeah, it. Pop it. There you go. Yo. There you go. That is fantastic. Bottles. Wow. That's are popping bottles in there. Learn Network Podcast mm. studio. No, I'm no beer. Condensate. All right, hold on. So which one is it? You have the lager? Is I that have, what that is? Yep. And then you have the... Uh, Dunkel. Dunkel, which is their darker beer. All right. First thoughts, it's gentlemen. short for, for, for uncle. <laughs> I don't... Mm. Drunk uncle. Drunk uncle. That's what they're going for. Mm, that's tasty. I like that. That's actually really good. Do I have a sound bite for that? <laughs> Stop <laughs> using that one. That's your go-to one. Don't use that one. <laughs> Wait, no. No, no, it was the other one. Was this one? Yeah, it was that one. Oh. There we go. That's it. That's, go. it. That's yeah. it. That's oh, it. That's funny. All right, we're, all qu- we're all quenched now. I'm definitely burning out. I'm going to need to drink like more Mountain Dew. All right. So the three main news, nerd news topics we're going to talk about today. Monster Hunter. Yes. Trailer was released yesterday with Maya Djokovic. How you say her, how you say her last name? Djokovic. Djokovic. Gosh, he's, Djokovic. he's great. Yeah. It's, he's me, good. it's Mia time. That's what I always say. <laughs> nice. Uh, coming to America too. Going straight to Amazon. Prime, December 18th. And the return of Dexter Morgan. Ow. An episode, limited series. Julian, did you know that was happening? I did not know that was happening. Dang. That was announced yesterday. Technically today, but when this goes out, it'll be yesterday. Which one would you guys like to talk about first? Let go. You sure? I'm not going to be nice to any of these. Come on, man. All right. You want me to be positive and upbeat? Here we go. <laughs> um, well, yeah, let's start with uh, let's start with Coming to America 2. McDowell's is yeah. what's up. <laughs> yes. Yeah. God, this movie, I hope, is a part of each and every one of your guys' childhoods. Wow. This, this is incredible. Just let your soul 
There's so oh. many things. This oh, so silky smooth. This yeah. movie, this movie was made for social media. Thirty years before there was such a thing. Like this is, this is fantastic. Um, I don't, I don't, I know nothing. I wanted to know nothing about the oh, second same. one, and I don't know if they've released a whole lot. I haven't heard a ton. There's some pictures on set, and there's like there's a lot of people in this. But movie. I'm anything with Eddie Murphy. I'm gonna watch it. Um, I'm I'm glad that he's he's getting back up to doing something. I'm glad is Arsenio gonna be back in this one. I believe so. I, I, I hope so. I know they go. They seem. I mean, from what we can see, they seem to fall in and out of friendship from time to time. Um, you know, and so I, I'm I'm glad. You know that they're that they're doing this. Speaking of Arsenio, do you remember the uh, the uh, character that like the rap character he had? Um, where he's he was like dressed up all fat. Um, he he had played this other character. He actually released an album. Oh man, under it really? Yeah, I'm not familiar with that I'm one. Not familiar yeah. with that either. No, I'll, I'll find something. To yeah, put on yeah, the screen. please. Yeah, yeah, that's funny though. That's awesome. Yeah, I don't know what's what this second one's gonna be about. I mean, from the first one, it left off where he hooked up with that girl. Yep. Um, he stays. No, did, did he go back? Go back where? They got married at the end of the movie. Yeah, so he stayed in America. Mm-hmm. He didn't take her back with him? No, they went. They were in Africa, weren't they? I thought so, too. Yeah, because they was like, wasn't they like on an elephant or something, like in a parade? Oh, that wasn't happening yeah, yeah, in New yeah. York City. Yeah. yeah. That's what I thought. So are they coming back to America? Or are they, <laughs> <laughs> you know, I really don't know Going too much back. about it at all. Um, yeah, Eddie Murphy had a redemption year. Yeah, well, I mean, he was just in what Dolomite or what yeah. was that? That was yeah, that was classic Eddie Murphy right there. Oh, yeah. That was that was solid. I mean, yeah. he's he's so talented. Yeah, he's brilliant. When he's not working with Disney, he right. he puts out quality. <laughs> right. He puts out quality movies. Man, Doctor Doolittle was great. Doctor Doolittle, but what was the okay? He so, did the haunted house one. Yeah, Daddy Daycare. Oh, I love right. Daddy Daycare. I, yeah, Daddy Daycare. And then um, Osmosis Jones. Is that 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 was Chris Rock. Rock. That was Chris Rock. Yeah, right. and Orlando yeah. Jones in that too. Um, what is the movie that I Spy? Mm. You guys see I Spy? Oh yeah, with Wilson. Yeah, oh, with Owen that. Wilson or Owen whatever Wilson, his name. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah where he's a boxer, right? Yeah. yeah, that one was okay. And then no, it's Pluto Nash. Was it Pluto, Pluto Nash? Nash? Yeah. That's, that's yeah. what I was. That's yeah. what I was mixing up there. Yeah, Pluto yeah. Nash. Yeah, man. No, it's cool. I'm glad. I mean, he's making money though. I mean, how much? The reportedly 125 million dollars. Yeah. That's great. It. He he's still Eddie Murphy. Like he'll he's he hit that. You know everybody talks like the big thing right now is the like the level that um, like Chappelle is on. Mm-hmm. So like the, you know like Chappelle, Kevin Hart, these guys pull in this monster this monstrous amount of money. That was Eddie Murphy in the eighties, yeah, and nineties. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, yeah. yeah. Uh, well, definitely this movie December eighteenth. So would you pay that nineteen ninety nine to rent it? Yeah. Oh, they can get all my money. Oh yeah, I was telling Julian this before. Yeah. Like I, yeah. The first day it comes out, I don't care yeah. what time it is. Like, yeah, I drop mean, it at midnight. I'll be yeah. <laughs> by now. Yes, by now, nineteen ninety nine. It won't be by now. It'll be right now. But <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I'm gonna watch it all seven days. I'm getting my money's yeah. worth. Just having a loop. <laughs> um, yeah. So the next topic I want to talk about is this Monster Hunter trailer. Yeah. I don't know if you guys seen it yet or not. And Monster Hunter is actually a video game. Yeah. Fantastic. Video all right, game. go into the video game because I don't know nothing about this video game. Uh, okay. So I played. I played 
I played the DS one. I didn't. I never played the PC one. But anyways, the gist of Monster Hunter is is you are literally what the title is, <laughs> calls it. You're a monster hunter, okay. right? So what's unique about it is the monsters that you hunt or whatever, you can later, like if you hunt them enough, you can gather like their specific materials, like their skin and different parts from that monster and build weapons out of that. To so go hunt uh, to hunt the next bigger monster. So is this like in the future, present time, like? Nah, it's like prehistoric because the monsters, in my opinion, look a lot like dinosaurs. You know, so it's I don't know. It's it's a weird mix because you have Damn. guns, you have like futuristic esque weapons, but they're all like very primal. What what, what console was this game on? Uh, all of them. Yeah. Oh really? Yeah. I've never heard. The of most it. recent, the biggest one, in my opinion, is on is Monster Hunter World, which is on yeah. all platforms right it's now. It's got like. 1500 hours of my life. Yeah. So did you guys wow. haven't seen the trailer yet or no? Um, I watched it. I haven't seen I heard it and from what I'd heard it's not something <laughs> that I'd feel like I'd watch to be honest. It's uh, me. Do, do you know that this video game? I, I mean I've, I've seen like just videos of it okay. o- online. I'm not a console player. I'm a PC person. Okay. Um, PC master race. Let's go. Yeah. And uh, <laughs> I mean it, you know look it, it you know like you said it took a lot of hours and it looked like one of those kind of games that you you know you just grind out. Yeah. It's a, yeah. The game is so good. So since you're familiar with the game. Yeah. Like and you're familiar then you saw the trailer. Yeah. Anna what do you think? I I think that I watched a kind of a, a behind the scenes thing as well, okay. and the, the care that they put into designing the monsters. Mm-hmm. Um, they put a lot of effort into the to the artwork. Um, I know a lot of people have issues with the director. A lot of people have issues with the actress. Um, from the, a lot of the comments that I was reading, I don't know a whole lot about the director. I guess he butchered another series or something Who's before. The director? Do you Who's know? the director? I don't remember his name, but they were like, "I have no faith in this guy." Uh, bring a, a game system to life but and then the actress i'm sorry what's her name again mia jovovich i'm not a fan really what, Boo. what, what has the she, button. where has she been on fifth element oh what resident evil you're resident not, evil. yeah she's He's not a she butchered fan. she butchered resident evil for she me. didn't butcher it's not her fault hey how many how many resident evils are okay. we on doesn't matter technically, how, how technically many are we on? it's not her fault it's not you her can fault, say like okay i, mean, I i'm done with it like you can yeah. walk away listen i it's okay let me take a step back She's not one of my favorite actress. Okay, I feel like, I feel like in this movie, with the wide range of characters, especially with it being a Japanese game, I feel like Monster Hunter is a Japanese game. Absolutely. Oh, okay. The other char- the other characters in the movie are all Japanese. Yeah. Oh, this is a Capcom game. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh. Okay. And then there's her. Right. Not only is she not my favorite actress, you know, sci-fi, you know, horror you know, whatever actresses, I feel like she was shoehorned in here. Isn't she the director's wife? Are they married? I don't know. I'm 73% sure they're married. Oh, no. I mean, you know, she is definitely not an amazing actress. I mean, she has... She's no Anne Hathaway, I get it. Yeah, I mean, she has... She's no Meryl But this this was just, for me, this was a fantastic opportunity to roll in there with all no names and have a stellar performance. Yeah. Um, She's Hollywood so go to you. This is this is yeah, like I, a don't I don't I. If there's is it a what, video game movie? So this Maybe is like the Ghost in the Shell yeah. all yeah. over again. What's that? This is like Ghost in the Shell all over again. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Exa- yeah. That's and that's what it is. Like, man, there's that hurt. <laughs> <laughs> that made me hurt. I I just I'm I'm again. This is just like the Resident Evil games we talked about last week. I'm a huge fan of the series. Um, I feel like. Yeah, it was just a go-to. Like, well, you guys have, uh, what is this, dinosaurs, monsters? 
you know, <laughs> yeah, get get call her. <laughs> right. You know what call I mean? Yeah. I just I feel like I feel like she's not she didn't she instantly turned me off. And I feel like that is a disservice to what the movie could have been. I'm still gonna watch it. I don't know if I'll see it the first day it comes out. Um, I'll probably hear reviews on it, but I know that they t they came to the artists of the video game, and the artists of the video game gave them a thumbs up as far as the monsters went. Okay, so I don't know anything about the video game. I saw this trailer, and I'm sorry, I got super excited because she's in it, because I've seen her Resident Evil, and I've never played any of the Resident Evil games, so I actually liked the Resident Evil series. So, yeah, I mean, I think they're two different worlds, really. I mean, I, I you know, the Resident Evil movie series and the and the Resident Evil video games are, I mean, they're totally different. Yeah, for sure. I, you yeah. know, and yeah, it, if, if you, yeah, I mean. You know, my heart was broken after watching the first one, being a Resident Evil fan, and then you just kind of be like, "All right, those just are yeah, have the same have name, separated, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. no, um, but like, but you know, for for this monster movie, I mean, my question is that you know, you you have a video game. I don't know if the plot is very involved in the game, mm. or so, know, so from what I saw, I'm just gonna give you my yeah, because since, since you know what it is, and I don't really know what's going on, from what I saw is just. This group of army military people get transported to somewhere else, and they're in this world where all these monsters are existing, and then they try to survive. Yeah, and they're killing them, yeah, using so stuff it's, against them to yeah. fight back and stuff. Yeah, so I mean, it's a, it's a, they're technically like scientific research teams. Okay. So like a lot of the games, it is they are. They look at themselves as managing populations, learning more about the dinosaurs. Or excuse me about the monsters. Some of these monsters are they are like continent level like destructive power. And so sometimes, you know, they feel like they need to intervene to stop them from destroying like a, a literal continent. Yeah. And so a lot of it, yeah, I mean, do you have research teams? You have like um um fucking what are the people that do plants? Herbatologists. Yeah, they have like stuff like that. I mean, there's all these different teams working together. So this isn't just a lot of the military guys with big guns. Yeah, no, not up. like what is that Godzilla? Let's get them. Like, oh no, there's like a scientific element That's to cool. it. That's yeah. different. That's yeah. cool. Yeah, and, and I, I mean, I, I think there's probably some benefit for when you're making a movie when you don't have like a solid like plot. That way, you right. have some free reign as yeah. to like characters and yeah. you know i mean you know Resident Evil. You knew your characters. You knew what like how that story progressed and if. You know, if your game is not so, so story heavy that yeah. when they make a movie, they at least can, you know, yeah. they're not going to watch and be like, that's not what happened. And, you yeah. know, yeah. And, and there's definitely the freedom in, in this game series is because there's not a direct storyline. You oh, know, that's cool. It, it's just like, you know, like in Monster Hunter World, which is the game I probably have the most amount of time in, you are um, you're actually one of the last people to get to the island. And, you know, there's some research teams that have gotten lost. There's some insufficient research that's been done here. Um, and then as things pop up, your mission kind of changes. So they have the free, like, they could pull a Resident Evil movie series with this genre because there's not a dead set, right? you know, like in Raccoon City. Yeah, right, yeah, right. you that's know cool. what I'm saying? So they have the freedom there. Um, <clears throat> we'll, see. we'll see where it goes. Yeah, I'm excited to watch it. I mean, you poor thing. if it's just going to be a cool, to me, it's just like a cool action movie. Yeah. I mean, it's yeah, a popcorn movie. Yeah, you know, that's cool. I mean. My fear is, though, I'm... I've always envisioned a Monster Hunter movie being that movie that it doesn't matter what you're doing. Like, if it's on, you'll leave it on. Even if you're doing things up and around the room, like, it's a movie that you'll still have on in the background. That's how Transformers is for me. It's like one of the rock movies. Yeah. 
Yeah. Like, G.I. Joe is a perfect example. Like, yep. you are not blown away by the story, but it's yeah. still G.I. Joe. It's a TNT TBS movie, man. And so, <laughs> and so that that's kind of what I what I would hope for something like this, like badass monster fight scenes. Like uh, one of the monsters that they show is the Diablos, the one that's underground or whatever. Oh, that's pretty cool. Like, yeah, that yeah. shit is awesome. Yeah. And so I just hope that you, she pulls it off. Well, so, so it's not about her. It's not about her. It's all about the studio and the writers and the directors. Okay, you can't blame an actress. Pull. Can you do one of those things where you slap like comments from like under the. Pull up the comments from one of those trailer videos. I was gonna do the, the intro song. Oh, I, I, go ahead. The return of Dexter Morgan. Showtime decided to make ten more episodes for a new season of Dexter. I'm gonna go with Julian. Mm. <laughs> Julian, you. go ahead, Julian. What are your thoughts? First of all, did you like the original Dexter? I did all the way up until the last season. Uh, yeah, I think consistently. I think that's, yeah, I think that's fair with everybody. Yeah, um, but no, consistently. Yeah, it was. I thought it was a, a a very interesting concept. You know, each season. You know, I was on the edge of my seat. You know, I like to see the story of how Dexter evolved, learning his backstory a little bit, seeing his relationship with Deb, the couple love interests that came in his life, and you know everything. So I mean, it was it was it was a gripping story. And me personally, yeah, I'm pretty excited to see these these new episodes. He's, he's going to go last. Go yeah, ahead. I mean, so, you know, I watched, uh, you know, I really liked Dexter, and I watched it to the end, but uh, as it progressed, I got less and less interested. And, um, I, you know, I think after John Lithgow um, that season, I just, I started to just mentally check out. It just got kind of goofier and more more absurd and um it just you know i was it 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 didn't keep my interest in, in like it used to and it just felt it maybe kind of dragged on longer than it needed to i be, you know so i'm really curious about what these you know these 10 episodes are going to be if they're going to be able to to bring me back into where i was when i first saw dexter i mean my thing was just like you know how many people can this person you know kill yeah, you know yeah i mean it's just it it really gets more and more and more absurd as you go along and um so that's we'll see you know Go ahead, Blake. Tell everyone, All right. Right. Tell everyone why you're wrong. Go ahead. Tell everybody that I'm wrong. Okay. No. Get the no. soundboard ready for this <laughs> one. So, okay. So, I have a couple of questions first. Go ahead. Are they going to bring back the original intro? Did the egg and the ham? The oh. hot sauce? <laughs> Come on. That. Yeah, it was fantastic. Uh, yeah. I love it. The, the putting on the sweater and then the, the shoelace. Yeah. Yeah, nice and tight. Bri- yeah, brilliant. Yeah, brilliant. yeah, yeah the, no, that was, that was really well shot. That was really well put together. That oh, dude, good. I never skipped it. Yeah, no, yeah, I've never, never skipped never. the intro. Yeah, it was fantastic. So that song was so good. Um, as far as the show, I'm, I'll tell you, um, this type of show isn't something that I would normally um, stumble onto. Um, and well, why is that? Why is that? First of all, I think growing up, I watched every CSI <laughs> with my parents. It was like the thing that we did during the week, I like. Gotcha. And so a lot of those cat, cop, you know, type movies, um, it was um, it was kind of a, a burnout. But it was interesting because the cop was actually the killer, and that's what yeah. drew me in. Um, and so um, as far as the show, I mean, the cast, 
um, was I thought really well put together. Um, the storyline, yeah, up until up and you know those first couple of seasons, yeah, it was just like, how is he going to get away with it? You know, what's he going to do with the body? How intricate and thought out that he was. The show definitely did their homework. Um, you know, but I agree. It just it drug on too long. I'm not gonna I'm not gonna bash the show because it's still one of my favorites. I still tell people to to buy it up to season four because that's <laughs> that's when it stopped being good. But um, as as far as the new one, if if they can if they can bring back that, you know that original zest that you know the the realism, um, you know of that. Uh, those first four seasons, I'm 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 game. I'm definitely gonna watch the ten episodes. I hope that, um, I don't know how are they gonna bring them back. I don't know. Well, I don't want to go too much. If you haven't seen the original Dexter for, for the first seasons, I don't want to talk about it too much. Ah, fuck it. We're gonna talk. We're gonna uh, talk about it. Well, I mean, we're, we're gonna say he it. leaves at the end. I mean, shit, he killed like four hundred people, <laughs> right? <laughs> well, we're gonna. He couldn't stay in Miami. Oh uh, yeah. Right. So. <laughs> Obviously, we're. This is gonna. I'm hoping. This, I'm assuming this is gonna be where we left off last time, kinda. So last thing we knew, Dexter was out in the woods being a lumberjack, basically, like in Brazil or something. No, he's in America still. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm seventy percent sure, seventy four percent this time. Maybe he'll just be like an eco terrorist and just like go around <laughs> taking out like a serial oh. killer lumberjack, <laughs> making sure that uh, oh, our parks are protected. Oh, that's fantastic. <laughs> He's fighting uh, some Bigfoots that kind of look like what I'm wearing right now, maybe. I would dig that. Yeah, that'd be crazy. But, um, which is crazy because I thought the rumors for the longest time that I thought we were going to get a Dexter prequel. And I guess that got thrown out the window. I feel feel like that would have been a little harder to pull off. Because they they did a lot of flashbacks to him in those eight. Like, I think they've kind of filled in those gaps. Like a a Dexter in high school kind of... CW. <laughs> I mean, yeah, I, but that's also kind of to me killing I, lab rats. Right. Like, I, I still find it very interesting because, like, the whole dynamic of him and having relationships with girls and having friends in general would probably be a cool thing to see. I don't know. I like cheesy stuff like that. I I, I can dig it. One but thing it didn't need to be. It didn't need to go for like nine more seasons of him being a kid. Right. But, you know, two or three seasons of him. Going to prom, not going to prom, almost having sex for the first time. <laughs> you know, no, I, I, like I, I think that um, I think that would have been interesting. Maybe if they didn't put so much into the original Dexter show. Yeah, and it was yeah. so, you would you would need to bring his dad back, and depending yeah. on how long they were gonna wait to film this show, I mean, right? He I might can't be looking a little long in the tooth. Yeah, I mean they could have CGI'd him, but you know how they do that <laughs> nowadays. But uh. Yeah, I don't know, but so they're not doing that. So we're gonna go straight into where we picked, where we left off from him. His son is with that girl, that lady, that woman, yeah. his ex girlfriend. So they technically broke up before, or did they? They're technically together. I don't know. I don't remember. I don't uh, remember either. Well, I just know he was like, take, my, take, take Harrison, take Harrison. Maybe she's like going after him for child support. <laughs> and, um, <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh, dang! But. It's just them in court for 10 episodes. Uh, yeah. 10 episodes. <laughs> what could happen for 10 episodes? I mean, he's going to come back, and his son has to be in it again. Yeah. I mean, he was doing everything for his son the last couple of seasons. Right. That's a pretty big deal, part of his character. Yeah. Maybe you know, maybe there's a rash of uh, copycat. I know they kind of touched on the copycat thing yeah. for a little bit, but, yeah. like, 
kind of Gotham is in trouble kind of thing. So I, I might have discussed this with Julian. Um, was that the one that got you into watching it the first time? Yeah, yeah, you you told me about it. Yeah, like, you need to watch this. Yeah, I was so like, yeah, I don't know. I watched it. I was like, I'm right. good. <laughs> and uh, so I always thought it'd be cool how I envisioned that a sequel or keep the continuation of this is that because obviously a sister died. If she came back, and she took the role of the dad as the ghost, the passenger, and she was still there, trying talking him through his yeah, different I situations, it. I thought it'd be kind of cool. She'd come back. She's still being an actress. So do, do you know how old the comic book, because it was a comic book, right? I don't or know a graphic that. novel? I believe, I don't know much about it, but I believe I so. nothing about so, that. So, um, what bought, excuse me, what always bothered me about Dexter was that I had written a, uh, like a treatment for a screenplay about a serial killer killer who worked as a, um, in forensics. Wow. Before Dexter came out. Dang, they stole your idea. I know. They must have been listening. And, we talk uh, about that a lot on the show. Yeah. yeah. And uh, I never knew when the, you know, when the comic book came out. Because um, I was like, you know, I wonder if that influenced me. But it was, a, it was a long time ago. Certainly years and years and years before Dexter came out. And, I mean, it's not that original of an idea. but Yeah, that came uh, out in 2013. Uh, but the, the comic book? Uh-huh. Oh, wow. Yeah, so... They yeah. did steal my idea. Yeah, they did. All right. It's actually a Marvel comic. Really? What? Yeah. Interesting. Bring him into the MCU. That'd be crazy cool. <laughs> <laughs> he has no superpowers, so that kind of is lame, but. Well, who would he fight? Maybe in, in Mortal Kombat. Nah, maybe. <laughs> maybe, maybe, yeah. maybe, that's, yeah. maybe that's somebody that. um he could be on Jessica Jones's yeah. show. Or Daredevil and him bump heads. Yeah. That'd be cool. That'd be a cool crossover. I actually like that. Yeah. I like that a lot. That was trying to solve a murder. So in like so five years when this is a thing, no. <laughs> they stole yeah. it here. Stole it here. Not only did October they steal your idea, right. but the same, yeah. the same person that stole mine is listening <laughs> right now. That's, That's how it happens. Yeah. So I don't know what's going to happen with Dexter. I'm super excited. I thought mm-hmm. the show was great. Um, I'm not sure... How soon it's going to come out? I mean, obviously with the pandemic and everything, who knows when they're going to start filming that. But I'm excited. How bi- Did they say what they're paying him to come back? No. I want to know. Because I, I know he didn't want to do it. Or he wanted, you said he wanted to wait. He wanted to wait because he wanted Dexter to be old. He wanted people to really want this. Like he wanted to wait. He said a he wanted. Slippery slope. He said right. he wa- Yeah, there's at some point people just don't care. Forget, yeah. He said he wanted to wait like 20 years or something. Something crazy. It's like Bull from Night Court. It's just like, <laughs> but we're going to bring it back. Well, he, he, he also wanted, he had, he had aspirations of doing other things, though. Yeah. He didn't want to be typecast. How'd that just, pan out? He did it, it's some other stuff. He did that um, uh, movie, TV show. It's a Netflix series called Safe. Check it out on Netflix if you haven't seen it. How many seasons? There's just one or, one or two. No, there's two. There's two, I believe. I'll check it out. No, it's really good. I was hoping they'd get like the long treatment, right? Because it's really well done. Yeah, he just plays a normal dad. That's that's. I a, can't get into it, but that's the thing about Netflix, though. It's easy to get lost in the shuffle. There's some really yeah, fantastic yeah. shows, mm-hmm. yeah, that yeah. are stuck at one or two seasons. It's yeah. just too much content. Yeah, I can't remember if there's one or two, but you'll watch it and you'll be like, "Dang, this looks pretty good." And he was also in a uh, game night. Yeah, yeah, that was, was pretty a, fun. He was in Game yeah, Night. Yeah, yeah. he played that. a bad guy in it, mm-hmm. which is pretty cool. I haven't seen that one. It's, yeah, it's fun. I watch a lot of movies, man. 
you watch all the movies. Marcy. I know. Don't say a lot because that sounds like you miss a few and you, you don't. <laughs> I really don't. But no, he's been he's been pretty low key. I still think it's crazy that this dude had cancer during filming of that series. Yeah. 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 That's crazy. There's a, there's um there's another show. The name is going to escape me. Well, there's another one called Spartacus. Yeah, Jack that's what I was yeah. thinking of. Yeah. I remember uh, watching yeah. that. I read yeah. your mind. And then, yeah, I like watched that guy, and I'm like, he died? Like, what the fuck? Like, I have no chance. Yeah, no. <laughs> it oh, was, man. That was tough. Yeah. I like that show a lot. Yeah, same. Cool. Violent and amusing. <laughs> We're going to switch gears here and go over, go over to our next topic. Since this whole month long... Talking about Halloween themed, horror themed episodes. As you notice, my attire. I'll be wearing a costume every episode going forward. He, that's just Marcy without a shirt. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Right. yeah. This is how hairy I really am. Yeah. <laughs> That'd be horrible. <laughs> oh, man. I'm actually Get, not, getting I'm, waxed would yeah. be <laughs> rough. Jesus. Oh, you need a lawnmower to the, trim it down all for All the shaving cream I have to use. Yeah. But actually, I'm not as hot as I was before. You've acclimated. I That's right know. before you have a heat stroke. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> He's, He's like, like stop sweating. Now, <laughs> yeah, no, pass out. this is fine. This is going to pass out. <laughs> All right, last topic of the episode. What you got, Julian? Yeah, I love <laughs> that. Yeah, That's a good one. We are going to talk about what makes a scary movie a good movie. Mm-hmm. Or what makes a good movie scary. So that's a really tough one. I watch a lot of horror movies. I mean, if there's any genre, that's probably my favorite. I would say one that I probably watch more than any um, is actually Exorcist 3. And um, I think it's kind of an underrated one. One, people hear part three and they're like, uh, you know. But it's based upon the book and it was directed by William Blady who wrote Exorcist. And it's got George T. Scott and... William Blady's directing style, the the storyline, and the weirdness. I just really dig that movie. There's a lot of things that I really like about it. But, I mean, other than, you know, it's hard to choose. So, I mean, under John Carpenter, my man wearing my, you know, They Live shirt. And really, you know, any John Carpenter, The Thing is, you know, absolutely one of my, my favorites, hands down. Uh, Aliens, obviously, is one of the greatest horror movies ever. I, I mean, they're just, there's so many. I... I can't, I'm forgetting more of my favorite horror movies than I can think of. <laughs> yeah. yeah. This is just a question for the whole room. I mean, what would be the standard horror movie? Is there one? Because like, it's, it's so much genre split. Yeah. I mean, there's just so many different, you know, mm-hmm. different, like you said, I mean, like horror genres. And really, you know, they are functionally different as to like how they work and why they're scary. Um, and you know, they play on different fears. Like I don't like possession movies. Don't, I mean, my wife loves to watch those and they bore the crap out of me. You know, I could, and even though exorcist three is a possession movie, but it's actually kind of a, like a crime mystery, but you know, just, uh, the ones that they just continuously pump out, they're just kind of the same story or, you know, the generic, uh, haunted house movies that we just keep getting over and over and over. Yeah. Um, those kind of, those, those tend to bore me, but you know, there's always those really good ones. I mean, Poltergeist is still mm. one of the best. Mm. I know it's PG, but man, that is a scary movie. <laughs> oh man, it's so well done. That's so well done. Blake, your take. 
Um, I don't know. Yeah, I mean, as far as the standard goes, um, that is, it's. I think that's why horror is. Well, for, I guess for. I'm oh, sorry. Sorry to cut you off real quick. I want to dive in a little bit deeper, so you can, uh, it's a better broader question. So for you, your scary movie. What makes a scary movie for you personally that makes you scared? And why is it a good movie for you to watch? So you you want the yeah. movie? Yeah, for you. I mean, I'd probably go back, and this is a little bit of recency bias. You mentioning movies that like Poltergeist, Jesus. I don't know how I forgot about that last time we talked about this. Um, but I'll probably go. Um, I'll probably go back to Strangers. I actually watched it after we talked about it last time. Um, I think that's the thing that bothers me most um, is um, the the human aspect of things. I, I think that's knowing that there are truly people out there who don't have a conscience, who don't have, um, you know, who, who just want to hurt you, just want to, you know. See and, pain and destruction. Yeah, you know, just want to watch the world burn um, and, and can do so with a straight face. Um, that is, that's that's always been something that's been extremely concerning to me. Um, and so, yeah, th- what makes a good movie? I, th- I think for me it's the realism. Um, I don't want to see, you know, I don't want to see a 110 pound woman fighting off a 200 pound man. Um, you know, when it's when it's the movie Strangers, I come back to that one because um, that movie was it was really realistic and well thought out. That's something that I mean, they say it's based off of a true story. I don't know how accurate it is because if nobody was around to see it, but um, they did all the things that you do to make sure that you keep somebody in a house you know, locked in from all, in all four walls and, and have fun with them for the night. Um, I, I, after I watched that movie, I kind of looked at, took a step back in my living room and kind of looked at my house and saw how easily something like that would be to do. Um, if I wasn't in a position to defend myself in in that arena. And so, um, that's kind of where I was teeing off on this horror is such a subjective thing. Yeah, absolutely. Um, you know, it really kind of dials into your fears. My girlfriend, for instance, um, possession movies, absolutely her thing. And a lot, I think a lot of that has to do with her faith. A of lot course. of that has to do with her upbringing, uh, upbringing, but like movies like Exorcist and things like that, that's her ballpark. Julian? <clears throat> I already right. know what you're scared about. Listen, I'm scared about everything. All right? <laughs> <laughs> I don't mess with scary movies. All right, I'll watch them, but it's usually I instantly regret it because like my mind tends to overthink, and I'll be like, "Oh no!" Think it. Go ahead. All right, so like right. possession movies, demons, all that shit. No, I can't do it. <laughs> I can't do it. But I you saw, have go, you have gone. To see I have them. gone to see them. But, but what but makes you go see them? Well, I'm saying like what gets curiosity, you? stupid curiosity. I'm like, all right. <laughs> This looks stupid. I know I'm gonna regret it, but but there's some I, of them, some of them that you're like, dang, you like that was a good though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep. Midsummer, Mid. Okay, so Midsummer is not really like I hated it. Yeah, really? Hell yeah! I liked it I because fucking hated the it too. whole time I was, I was, it was a nerve thing. You know, I was un, I was unsettled the entire time. It wasn't scary. There's no jump scares. It was all just psychological. And those type of uh, horror movies, I like a lot. I like those more than I like the monsters and the slasher films are pretty cool too but yeah demons and stuff i saw paranormal activity didn't sleep for four days i saw the conjuring uh didn't sleep for six days so i don't mean to interrupt you there but you know i just said you know uh possession movies aren't my thing but hands down the scariest movie i've seen in a long time and i watch a lot of scary movies so it takes a lot to like Mm -hmm. actually scare me Mm -hmm. and host um 
that's on Shutter scared the shit out of me. And both me and my my wife uh, were watching it. And I mean, if you were to to tell me the 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 plot of the show and it's another like shot on your computer, uh, I would have been like, no way. Like that's gonna be garbage. <laughs> uh, yeah, I've seen it before, right. and and man, they it it is it is a masterclass in suspense, and um, using the, you know, the method in which they're telling that story to really scare you. So uh, check that one out if you haven't. It's gonna be a no for me, dog. <laughs> it's it's good. <laughs> so my. Stuff that scares the shit out of me has always been aliens. Aliens movies scare the shit out of me. And the number one scariest alien movie I've ever seen, besides Fire in the Sky, which is based on a true story, allegedly. <laughs> it's real as shit. But, um, oh my gosh, I just had I just lost it. Communion? The fourth kind. Oh, I was hoping oh, you'd yeah, say yeah. Fourth yeah. kind. Yeah. Scare the yeah, shit out of me. Dig that one. Oh, it's so well done. That was a good movie. Oh, it's so good. And, the whole the hem, hip, hypnotic type stuff that they do, hypnosis, and the the way they filmed that, where they mixed it with the real footage, yeah. Yeah. which was not real footage, it was all fake footage. So it just it was one of those fake mockumentary type movies, but it was so well done to make you think, was that real? Yeah. When you when you when they draw the line between is that real or not? Like the movies like the Blair Witch Project. When that first came out, let's get that shit out of me too. Cause like, was that real? Right. Yeah. Like, yeah. That's those are the ones that scare, to me. Those are the ones that are good. The ones that make you like, that could really happen. Yeah. And that's the realistic side of things where I'm like, oh shit. The the slasher films, yeah, a guy crazy with a knife can obviously come at you. But I don't know. Those don't scare me as much. Freddy Krueger though, that's a whole different story. Yeah, Freddy. That was definitely as as a kid. That was definitely. Ranks up there with yeah. um, kind of a looming bad person in my, you know, yeah. what's behind the, the door over in the other room or what's that noise kind of thing. Yeah. And uh, but When it came to aliens where they can paralyze you and you can't move and they just abduct you and take you away without anyone seeing or knowing, knowing it just that fear always scared the, sh- the shit out of me. The big, eye, the big head, big eyeballs, long fingers, long skinny bodies. And the fact that they're not human. And they're not a monster either, though. Right. So it's like I mean, to, it's different, and they're not, they're not coming at you yelling. Right. You know, they're so quiet, and sometimes they'll just in movies they'll just look at you, hover <laughs> over your just bed, judging you. Yeah, <laughs> judging you. You can't so even, gross. You I can't, can't, even, I can't, <laughs> can't wait to probe you. Yeah, right? <laughs> and the fact that we don't know anything about them, like with other horror movies, like you know what can stop. In certain movies, like if you if you get the specific something, you can stop them. Right. You know, whether if it's like, like for like for example, a vampire. You kill a vampire, you get a stake drove yeah. through their heart. Sunlight, like they have weaknesses and stuff. Yeah. The aliens, I don't know. The, the the fact that they're super superior in intelligence and technology. I think that's a lot of the reason why the Paranormal Activity movies had such good success. You like you were saying, Julian. Was because this thing was happening, this 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 paranormal, you know, thing, and there was it was it, it was just if it was happening to you, it was happening. There was no, you know, go grab a, the magic bullet. There was none of that, and so I think that's why they were able to get away with so many, you know, because it was just like you were on your edges, seat the whole time. 
Um, but yeah, I, I think I think that's a lot of that's a lot of what drives the the fear in me is is the realism. You know, could I be in a place? You know, whether aliens are real or not. But the fourth kind, like I I have a lot of brothers. I have five brothers. I watched that movie. I set them all down to rewatch that with me. I was like, this is the craziest <laughs> shit. I, at the time, I was I was like, you, Marcy, I didn't know what was real and what wasn't. Yeah. They're saying this is real footage. Could this be real footage? And I think as soon as they put that question in your mind, they yeah, got they you. Got you. Yeah, yeah, I mean, it, yeah, I mean, they again, they use that medium really, really well to tell their story and bring you in. And I yeah. think that's, you know, what makes, um, you know, a good, a really good horror movie, especially when, you know, we keep repeating the same stories and it's sometimes it's hard to, to make something new and fresh and and or make something feel new and fresh and i think you know that that movie definitely did it so i want to make a list here with the four of us here so one thing that i think that we're all decide on is the realism for a scary horror movie or a horror movie that makes it a good movie so that's one thing realism part two would be that i don't know what we just talked about i don't know what, what category what word you would say what that is the uh, not unknown, but the. Oh man, I had it in my mind earlier and I lost it. What's the word for that? Not questioning if it's real or not real. The the um, uncertainty of uh, of of reality. The, pos- the possibility, the possibility. I'll just use that. The possibility that this could be a real thing, and that's different than realism, because realism was like realistically getting in scenarios and like doing certain things but the possibility of questioning whether in real life <laughs> yeah it's like well and i i think there's another side to that though because i think that there are some horror movies where if it can pull me into the its universe its world like i can get lost in that too like it doesn't necessarily have to be something necessarily realistic you know kind of like freddy krueger like you fall asleep like, is there a dream world? Like, he functions in this plane, you know, or whatever. Like, on paper, that doesn't seem all too realistic. But yeah. 10-year-old Blake will tell you. Yeah, like, yeah. the thing. I mean, yeah, yeah, that, like, yeah. you know, just the um, just the sort of otherworldliness and, and the visceralness of, you know, what those cre- what the creature looked like, you know, when the dogs open up. Oh, and, and I mean, it's just, it's so disturbing in that moment yeah. that you're like, I haven't seen anything like this. Oh, and yeah. that head, you know, with the spider legs coming out and, Ugh. you know, you're just like, what is happening? Yeah. So like 10 year old me, that I showed that to my kids and they were like, meh. Yeah. God. Yeah. Yeah. Kids are so spoiled what they can see these days. Well, I mean, CGI I mean, fixed everything. Yeah. That's that, what I'm know? saying. Yeah. And, and, you know, they, I mean, you grew up on, Walking Dead on TV. I remember they d- did a remake of Night of Living Dead, and I, I watched a documentary, and you know they were talking about what they had to cut to make it rated R rather than X. And I mean, you know, the things they had to cut are things you see nonstop <laughs> right yeah. now. You know, on yeah. Walking Dead. Yeah, yeah. No, totally. Um, gosh, I don't know what that word would be besides realism. The I don't know what the word is I'm talking about. My vocabulary is too small. <laughs> <They're> like, <laughs> they're like come up with the word. I can't even come up with another word for small. Yeah, demure. <laughs> um, I mean, but you were saying that religion, religion type satanic movies for you aren't. Well, no, I mean, you know, it, it comes like to just the straight possession ones. You know that they they've been kind of like kicking out and and repeatedly 
done. I mean, you no, know, like right. Exorcist is, you know, the original is great. Yeah. And and there are ones that deal with those, you know, demonic forces and, and things like that. But, um, you know, they get rehashed so many times. That's totally that, true. That, you know, just yeah. throwing me in front of a, a possession movie just isn't going to do it for me. But in the same way that, um, you know, any old slasher flick, if it's just another big brooding person with, you know, some sort of mask that's kind of wandering around yeah. killing you know, yeah, same. It's, like, That's all right, it's been right, done way too right. many times. You can't only make it so scary. Um, hmm. I don't know how you classify that like that separate. Yeah. Sorry, I'm having trouble making this list right now. This I mean, I think I think time. it's a I think it's a moving target. I mean, I think what made a scary a good scary movie maybe 20 years ago isn't the same as now, except for you know innovation. I guess would be. Um, but are, I are, are scary movies being innovated to today, though? I think so. I mean, I think I think that the good ones are, or or being able to remix parts and and make what has been done so many times feel new again. So that makes me want to talk about what we were talking about earlier. You like Midsummer? Mm-hmm. You didn't like it. I but definitely didn't like it. I, I didn't like it. it, and and the other one that. Um, but I feel like did. movies are going that route now. A lot of movies are like that. The way it's eerie makes you feel. Gross watching it. What was the uh, other movie he did? Do you know what I'm Hereditary? Talking? Yeah, I hated yeah. Hereditary. I didn't like it that much either. Yeah. And and I and like I said, it takes a lot for me to not like a movie. Same. And and especially when people talked up Hereditary so much. I you know, I was so bored watching that. Yeah, and visually it was filmed really Absolutely. good. Absolutely. And Midsummer is beautiful. Yeah. But um, you know, thematically, I was like I, I felt like pretty I've seen a lot of those before, you know, the, yeah. the seventies, uh, cult horror, you know, slow burn kind of stuff. And so for me, I was like, I kind of, I was like, I know where this is going. Yeah. And it was kind of just a very long way from point A to point B. Cause I still feel like with good movies, you still have to have a good story. And I just feel like those two movies didn't have that good of a story. And then the cliffhangers at the end aren't really, I don't know, but you know what? And, and maybe I'm wrong here, but, I think there's probably a reason that you you like Midsummer, and I think that for people that don't watch a lot of horror movies, um, that where that kind of genre might be new, it was visually stimulating, and yeah. it was it was something that um, if you haven't watched a bunch of old seventies cult horror films, um, that's new for me. I mean, you know, it's like I was like I've seen Wicker Man, uh, you know, this is Wicker Man. Remix to that? me. Yeah, I've seen Wicker Man. Who's in that movie? Uh, uh, well, I mean the, the remake, which is a masterpiece with Nicolas Cage when he's yeah. running around yeah. in a bear <laughs> suit punching people. But um, <laughs> you know, I, I don't remember who was in the original. Uh, and that stylistically is more what Midsummer was was getting at. Yeah, but no, the, I feel like a lot of the horror movies are going that Midsummer Hereditary route now. They're okay. I think I just hate that everyone else thinks they're tens when they're not. Yeah, that was yeah. I'm I'm normally pretty on the line. If somebody you know, if it's got ninety percent Rotten Tomatoes, I'm probably gonna like it. I didn't and see why Hereditary got the accolades that it did. I mean, it was. I saw that one, and mm. I feel like a lot of these movies are trying to be more thought thought provoking, but I still don't see how they are. And was people, that one thought provoking though? What Hereditary? Yeah, I don't know. And I feel I like from I feel like people online are saying that, that these movies mm. are. So it reminded me of somebody that was like, all right, I've I've got all these ideas for these scenes that I think are creepy, you yeah, know? Yeah, and they just... And then just kind of like 
just kind of patched them together. There were, I mean, obviously there was a plot, but it was just sort of like, here's this creepy scene and then some stuff happens and here's this creepy scene. I can only but, remember like two distinct things. Right. The, and which girl, one, her, girl yeah. is in her head right. and then the very end. So that and then uh, like, mom in the room with the... Yeah, to get like yeah, gasoline, yeah. That, and that's, that's it. Yeah, that's it. I just remember him banging his head on the table. Oh yeah, that was. I forgot about. I was that. like, oh yeah. shit. Yeah. <laughs> 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 I was, wasn't expecting that, but. Yeah. But yeah, midsummer. I can remember all that because I don't know, it gripped me. But it's, I mean, it's a weird movie. Annabelle, though. I don't want to think about that one. Annabelle, that's a real story. Yeah, that one. <laughs> it is a real story. I mean, that one messed me up. I mean, I mean hold on. <laughs> so, Annabelle is a real story. It is a real story. And, and she escaped too. She's out there. Oh my they gosh! They never found. They her. didn't escape. That's yes, a lie. That's that not doll what is gone. No, it's not. No, gone. Right. Yeah, I heard that it's in like the brothers or something. Yes, yeah, the family. Okay, so basically they had to move because they're it's with Tupac and <laughs> <laughs> no, so in Cuba. Yeah. Basically, what happened was that they had to move all the stuff because. They're, it was in an actual house, in a mm-hmm. home, and they turned it into an actual business. They, yeah, it was they, like a museum kind of It thing. was a museum, and they were, uh, without the right permits and the right whatever zoning, they couldn't do it anymore. Oh, okay. And it had to do with a lot of the parking and the way the neighbors were complaining of all these people coming and all these parking. It wasn't for, it was for residential, not business. Right. Mm-hmm. So they had to move everything. Oh, I see. So, that, uh, so someone went there to go travel to go see it, and they didn't realize that it was moved. Look, you can't be too careful out there. Well... I mean, you're right. I'm glad she's safe and whatever. She's in her box surrounded by, <laughs> legitly, she's surrounded by all those crucifixes and yeah. holy water. And, like, they really do do that. Yeah. yeah. Good. <laughs> I ain't ever going to see But, I mean, there really was soon. two investigator, horror, uh, uh, supernatural investigators that actually really did all that stuff and mm-hmm. put it all in. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's an absolute real thing. Well, if it's really haunted or not, someone believes it is and they still have it all locked up. Well, that just kind of remind me, did you guys ever watch, like, Faces of Death? Oh, yeah. I did. Yeah. So, you know, oh, maybe. I, 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 would maybe. Love to, I would love to see somebody go back and do a documentary on, on that. That person who created Faces of Death is, is, would have been king in, you know, today's with the oh, internet. Oh, yeah. I mean, he created, you know, this, this fake, you know, piece of, of, of footage and, and sold it as real. Yeah. And and made an you know an empire on fake death footage and yeah. was just so ahead of I mean I you know it seems kind of you know exploitive but it was so ahead of their time saying you know people want to see this yeah. uh, let's shoot a bunch of fake footage and call it real and and yeah. at the time people didn't know and for a long time couldn't tell and I it's very much <laughs> like it is today when yeah. we can't tell what's real and not, what yeah. what's not but um Really like eating monkey brain, like like yeah, it's, like, yeah, it's all fake. Cutting though. them, yeah, it's, yeah, and yeah. It was so well. Done. I remember as a kid, yeah, I was probably you, like in high school, maybe freshman year, and I was like watching this, downloading this. I'm yeah. like, da- I was downloading it because at the time you couldn't just search it; you'd have to download it. Right. Yeah. Been fa- VHS for me at the, you know. Yeah, and I remember, and I remember people had the VHS and like they were like sharing it around high school and stuff, but I never got, I never got to to see it. But I downloaded it on either Morpheus or LimeWire. Or whatever, and that's why <laughs> that's why I got to watch it. And it, cause it's funny because you never know what part of Faces of Death you would get. It was just called Faces of Death, and it could that movie was like two hours long. Yeah, so there's a whole bunch of clips just put together. Right. So the first one was all fake. I mean, I think maybe the first three, and eventually, you know, they would just start buying, um, 
you know, rights to footage from, you know, real events from around the world. You yeah. Know? But we're, we're like a, poli- a political person actually shoot their brains. Right. Out. But the originals were just all, I mean, they were just yeah. fake. And then they started just mixing and matching them. Like, yeah, you just, this one's fake. This one's real. That one where that kid, I remember one where the guy was blowing up the boat and then the guy or the kid, like the, his, he was with his dad blowing up the, the tube boat, whatever. And the kid comes up and just jumps on it, and the air pushes back on the on the dad's head and explodes the head. <laughs> but I it think looked, I remember seeing that. Bro, it looks so real though. Yeah, like it looks so real. And I was like, and the kid literally his face is what sold it. His the kid was like, I just killed my dad, and it just cuts off. That's that that sounds that sounds good. No, it was crazy. I'm gonna go on YouTube. I'm sure I can find it somewhere. <laughs> oh, it's, oh, it's all out there now. Yeah, I mean, with YouTube. Actually, I don't know if it would be on YouTube now or not. I don't throw it out. Yeah, I don't know. I don't think so. I just it'll prompt well, you to it, do that. Over if not, it, thing, probably. if not, it'd definitely be on Twitter. Like I'll, I'll find oh, it. I just world. watch somebody like a dude jump fifteen stories out the side of a building and not remember. die on Twitter. No, they did. They even did one where like they were cutting like Wait, a guys what? penis off and stuff yeah. on some of those Facebook videos. Are you on Twitter? I know. Oh, Twitter <laughs> has no filter. Twitter no. has yeah, no filter. Twitter has, like, if it exists in the world, it's on it's Twitter. on Twitter? Let's go back to the story. Does the man live? Mm-hmm. Is he Clark Kent? So, like, oh, no. <laughs> so <laughs> this guy, I'm sure he had his reasons, but thought it was in his best interest to end his life. He was up pretty high. Mm-hmm. Hey, you know, 15, 20 stories. Um, it did not kill him. He bounced like a bag of potatoes like i've never seen a human body bounce on concrete he bounced and he was not okay but he was absolutely alive that's rough know. man I'm gonna have to look this up. twitter is a, is a wild place yeah no, right. no, no so thanks go, so go, <laughs> i'll go back to the main topic here yeah, so sorry. the thing that, <laughs> the thing that makes scary movies good i mean realism yes <laughs> That's the only thing we got on this list right well, now. Well, I mean, and, and I don't, it's I, so I can't subjective. go. Yeah, I can't even follow that one because. Be, yeah, I, okay. I would say for like, for for people in my home, the more outlandish it is, the more they are drawn into it. You know what I'm saying? Like for me, like okay, like for you, you you like the alien ones. You know, the fourth kind is is based in realism. Well, there isn't a lot of good alien scary movies though. No, there isn't. Mm. They're right. really, they're really not. But like, science things, is pretty good. Things like that, like yeah, like even like signs, like signs. I appreciated it for the movie itself, but I was like, I have no fear of aliens afterwards or the unknown or anything like that. So, I mean, it's it's so subjective. It's hard to make a good list. Did you ever watch Fire in the Sky? No. Go watch that one. That good, huh? It's it's pretty good. Watch and it. the fact that it is based on a true story where this really happened allegedly. Um, I, go look it up. And is that the one in Arizona? No. No? Okay. No. So that just reminded Trust me, and I had to go lights. look it up. Invaders from Mars was a alien horror movie that really creeped me out as a kid. And I think the reason was the idea is that, um, you know, aliens come down and, and start replacing people, and, and the main character is a kid, right? And sort of that fear of, like, having your parents, you know, okay. replaced by, by aliens and, I'm like, who is, that. you know... Who, who's real, who's not. So, you know, like, you know, body snatch, you know, invasion of the body snatchers. Oh, yeah. I don't know if that counts as, like, an alien movie, but, 
Would, would Killer Clowns from Space count? That is a great movie. Because <laughs> that one, I oh, saw that bro, one. That takes two of the things I hate the most. Yeah. <laughs> one fucking movie. Oh, dude. Yeah. That, oh, but oh, the, 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 the effects. Man, oh, yeah. The practical the effects, effects were, are just, they're so yeah. good. Yeah, and that's, an, okay, that's another reason why I like scary movies, when they use the yeah. practical effects. So I would get in a lot of trouble if I didn't talk about uh, and plug the movie that I did the soundtrack to, and Exposure, which was shot here, Austin Snell. And Shout out to Austin. Yeah. I wanted to come on the episode on the episode one time. And that was all done with, with practical effects. That's Jake oh, nice. Jackson who did who did all that work. And then right now my wife is actually speaking about the movie she's in, I Am Lisa, um, that has premiered. And so she's in Kansas City doing a Q&A for the movie that she was in. And that's also... Practical Effects by Jake Jackson. Oh, that's who awesome. Who lives here in, in Topeka. Yeah. No, that's awesome. Austin Snell. He's doing some good stuff. Yeah, he is. Yeah. Oh, man. I'm, he needs to get back on Facebook or unblock me. I don't know which is the one, but <laughs> <laughs> I know. I know. Yeah, he, no. Uh, he. Yeah, I think he disappeared. Yeah, he disappears. He comes and goes. But no, he's... Oh, man. I can't wait to have him on the episode one time. He's great. Yeah, yeah we went to high school. We are the same class. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Yeah, super cool. Do you yeah. know my brother, Paul Smith? <laughs> that's your brother that's my brother oh shit yeah 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 when did you graduate well no, I, 98 would have been my graduating okay. year yeah yeah oh man that's Small crazy yeah, I know. well for one i know a lot of people in general and then topeka high right you know like yeah. subtle uh, brag i know a lot of people i mean i do <laughs> so Sitting here in a, a very monkey suit. certain set of skills <laughs> yeah i know a lot of people no that's awesome no exposure oh man we're gonna have to watch that one day. Yeah, I'm. Yeah. Yeah. So you know what makes a really good horror movie? Soundtrack. Oh, <laughs> that's another thing. All right, that's that's boom. Yeah, I have a couple of questions about that actually. Yeah. I was hoping that we we wouldn't we would have a few minutes at least to. Yeah, I'm not trying to keep it too much longer. Oh no, I'm I, like I said, I'm free tonight, man. Go ahead. What is it? So I don't know much about how that the process of, of developing something like that is, but I mean, what, what goes into, um, what goes into that? Because I'm sure you have to work with, you know, the director and I'm sure there's a couple of people, you know, you, you confer with how much of, how much of that soundtrack is, is you. So that was a, for, uh, for exposure was the first soundtrack I ever wrote. And, um, I'm gonna get free Julian. I'm about to die. Yeah, yeah, no, he's gonna pass out. Welcome to your horror movie. (laughs) 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 Being uh, stuck in a gorilla scoot. Yeah, help help a brother out here. No, but um, you know, I'd never written a soundtrack before. I had no idea like what the the normal process was. I mean, I'd seen you know like things on YouTube of you know like how do you score a movie kind of. um, So scoring the movie and the soundtrack is that two different things? Yeah, and and I would say it was I did a little bit of both. So, but yeah, I mean that's what really t- took up the most. And and you know, th- again, I, I I just think back to certain scenes where you can't, unless I'm saying listen, you know, like just listen, you wouldn't know. I mean, it would be in an empty room and you're watching somebody, but there yeah. are you know, there's like bass notes that are happening there and and other things like that. You've seen the video where Star Wars, where they're, you know, when Darth Vader comes out and the guy's walking towards Darth Vader and it's all quiet and squeaky shoes and stuff. Oh, right. Yeah. You, you've seen that. I mean, yeah. that definitely plays a big part into movies. and Absolutely. 
the feeling tone. But I feel like for horror movies, that's a really big deal. Right. And that's what I was getting at was like more than any other genre, I would think. Oh, definitely. You know, I definitely think because so. that's that's a, something that's based solely on emotion. Mm-hmm. So bravo. That's a level of creativity. I don't think I could I could reach on my best day. So realism score slash soundtrack. That's two things. Yeah, yeah. Now put down. that on there for sure. Uh, that's funny. I've I've been my eyes have been open. Well, it. the next thing we talk about we we didn't get to talk about too much is effects. Yeah. When it comes oh, to yeah. horror movies. No, a- absolutely. No. I, you know, you think about how many horror movies have been ruined by bad CGI. Oh yeah, for sure. Or even just bad makeup. Honestly, like someone being a ghost. Just let me throw some some powder on you, <laughs> and you're a ghost now. You know. Um. With with. With that being said, what's the first thing that comes to mind where when you saw a ghost and it was like, that's horribly CGI or that's good CGI or, hey, that's more than a guy in a white sheet with the holes cut out. Hmm. The first thing that comes to mind <laughs> is the Frighteners. Have you seen the Frighteners? Yeah, I love it. I love Frighteners and I love the way the ghosts were in that movie. Yeah, and, and that didn't take me out of the moment. I mean, it... No. it it had the campiness to it so that, you know, the early CGI stuff didn't feel, it didn't feel weird. No, yeah. and I feel like the, the brightness of the ghosts were toned down enough. And that's, I feel like, a lot of stuff that happens with CGI. It's either too bright when it turns into CGI. Just tone it down a little bit more, and I feel like it looked look way more realistic. Even if they couldn't get the realistic feel to it, just the brightness toned yeah. down helps it up. Big well, um, now... I haven't seen that movie, but I do know that um, when it comes to CGI and even more so in animated movies, the lighting portion of the CGI, um, that's where they make the big bucks. That's why, you know, Disney movies that are 15, 20 years old now are they still look great because of the amount of money that goes into lighting and things like that. Um, The first movie that comes to mind when I think of Ghost is the movie Ghost. That's like Mm -hmm. one of my earliest, I think, memories. And what's crazy, those CGI demon-looking shadow figure things. Yeah, well, I think that was just straight animated. Yeah, it was. was. But what they did differently, though, is it went against the structure. Right, right. And it flowed through the structure like a projection would. Yeah. Which made it different and honestly cooler compared to just a... See through ghost, yeah, which is really cool. So, are, are we stuck to ghosts specifically for ruined? Oh uh, no, yeah. Oh, no, I no. mean, I was gonna I say mean, for like the first thing that came to mind was Alien Resurrection and the CGI aliens on there were horrible, <sighs> and also like the remake of the thing with, with the CGI there. Just I didn't even that, watch that one. I was, I mean, that made me so so sad. Yeah, I heard going in that people were extremely disappointed. So I didn't want to feel that pain. Uh, me and Julian recently seen Demon Knight. Oh, that? yeah, dude. That soundtrack. <laughs> oh, dude. That's exactly what I was telling Julian. Yeah. Soundtrack's yeah. so good. Yeah, yeah. Gravediggers. Oh, man. my gosh. Yeah. So, yeah. I mean, I saw that. I remember I remember the day when we went and saw it in the theater. I was with my friend Ray. And, uh, Did you watch it in town? Yeah. Here it, had, it was. Uh, oh, so where was that? Fox. So I saw it at um, Westridge 6. Okay, in the mall? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. But I remember, you know, the soundtrack, Gravediggers, and then. Um, Hey man, nice shot. The, um, that filter. Uh, as I was watching this movie with Julian, because like, Julian, you have to watch this movie. I love the prosthetics that they use. Uh, yeah. Oh, yeah. the the make. Oh my gosh, it's so well done. There's a specific scene in this movie. If you haven't seen <laughs> this movie, is Demon Knight. It's from Tales of the Crypt. It's their series of movies that they that they made after the TV show. Mm-hmm. And uh, 
starring Billy Zane and um, I can't remember the guy, the other actor's name. His one of movies. Yeah, Jane Pinkett Smith, super young, looking hella sexy with her short haircut still. Mm -hmm. Oh my gosh. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah. my gosh. But um, so there, there's a point in the movie where Billy Zane, he's playing a like a country, uh, <laughs> a, a country hick demon boss guy, where he's not really a demon, he's like a step above a demon. And he punched the cop through the face. Through the face, yeah. Julian, what were your thoughts seeing that? Because it's the first time I've ever seen this movie. <laughs> yeah, the because considering you know it's a it's an older film, you know what nineties maybe. Oh yeah, yeah. early nineties yeah. for sure. So, <laughs> seeing that, they did it really. It was really well done. I mean, it, I was shocked. No, <laughs> we were watching. Like, Julian, shocked. pay attention to this one. Yeah, thing right I now. mean the, that that part is great because it's like you don't really know what's going on, yeah. and I mean you know you, you know where something's up, but the, you know the moment he punches <laughs> that guy <laughs> through the head, it's like the whole movie changes. You're oh like, yeah, oh we're in a different <laughs> <Through> <laughs> kind of movie <laughs> here. I was like, oh, oh. It has, and what's cool is yeah, he gets, gets stuck yeah. in, and like to me that that's like some of the realism that I'm talking about because if you do punch someone, through, you're not just going. It's not a clear right. in and out. Right, stuck in. You know, and the way he was moving him around, yeah. and he was still flailing around a little bit, just put it all together it was so good. And the way they sh they cut to from the front to the back of the head was so quick, and just made it look so realistic. Because who who knew if you sewed the whole sewed the whole thing all the way through, it probably looked bad as shit. Right? They cut hurry up to the back of the head, and the fist. Ah, oh, so well done. Yeah. But even the CGI with like the cool um, laser eye things after the demons got killed in the eyeballs. Right. Blake, go watch that movie. I got a list. <laughs> well, yeah, Demon Knight. Yeah, that's that's a classic. It's really good. But you know, it's like you, you have like when we talked about the different genres. You know that you know I never thought Demon Knight was scary. I mean, it is a horror movie, yeah. but it's like this fun, um, campy, over the top, exciting kind of kind of horror movie. And, and I love those. Um, I mean, I really I love kind of all kinds, but I love them all for like different reasons. Yeah, no, for sure. I like that one a lot because. Yeah, like, like you're saying, it wasn't scary. They're just in scary scenarios, I guess. Like there's, there's demons around. And I like the whole storyline. I just like the whole storyline. Yeah, that's a good story. The storyline yeah, is good. It's kind of a comic booky like. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And all the all the uh, prosthetic arm, like the arm getting broken against the, the wall. I don't know if you remember that scene mm -hmm. or not. That part, it seemed not too fake. Where she rips it off. No, well, remember, like, the demon, like, throws her arm against the door and it breaks, and oh, they, yeah, they yeah. kept going? Yeah, yeah. That scene where they kept going and not just, like, uh, you broke your arm and it's falling apart, it's falling off now. Like, they put pressure on more. I don't know, I just feel like they tried more to make it more realistic of, like, all right, we're making this fake arm, we're going to break it, but we're going to keep pushing it more. I don't know. It's just the prosthetics were just done so well, and the acting for a horror movie was pretty good. Yeah. It's fun. It's a fun movie. Yeah. It's one of the better ones I like. <laughs> and like I said, it's not really not that scary. It's just... Yeah. It's, yeah. You know, I think... Some, uh, go ahead. Coming from someone who doesn't watch a whole lot of horror movies, yeah. You know, ones that are like that, that are just kind of fun and don't take themselves that seriously, like, I tend to enjoy more, you know. And I really feel like Billy Zane just made the perfect... Yeah, he was a good bad guy. He was a great bad guy. And the whole country accent thing was just too funny. I think what uh, for me that one you know probably ones that creep me out or disturb me like David Cronenberg kind of movies. I don't know if you like Videodrome, and um, y you know they're these like very well they're just weird man. David Cronenberg is he uh, the one that did Color of Space? No. Um, who did 
What did he do? Boy, I just forgot his oh name. So gosh. it's a good story because he made this movie called Hardware, which is like one of my favorite. It's just this classic cyberpunk movie, you know, and I grew up, again, a little punk kid, also a little hacker kid. And so like Hardware was, you know, this really classic. Oh, he did The Fly. David Cronenberg did The Fly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah sorry. So the guy that did Color Out of Space was um, uh, this guy that did this movie Hardware. And then he um, was doing The Island of Dr. Moreau. And there's like a documentary about that. Oh, I love that movie. And basically how his career was ruined um, by that movie. Oh, Sp- really? Yeah. Um, specifically by like Marlon Brando. And um, he, they basically took over the movie and they were like, we're going to do these weird things. And he had like a, he had like a meltdown on set. Oh, wow. And because he was like the new it guy, you know, like hardware was this like this indie horror hit and he was, you know, going to be the new guy. And so the studios brought him in to go, you know, it's Marlon Brando. And, um, huh. you know, this, you know, was going to, they threw a lot of money at it and uh, basically got tortured by Marlon Brando. Well, there's three things right there. Realism, score soundtrack, and David Cronenberg. <laughs> <laughs> well, makeup and real prosthetic makeup. I don't know what the real term is, but the real stuff. Real makeup stuff, not the CGI shit. Convincing process. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it. You know, we have a visceral reaction to to those things that that we feel are real. There's like what what's called the uncanny valley. You know, we the, the idea that as something approaches real, we become sort of disgusted by it. Mm-hmm. But if it's too real, uh, you know, we 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 have a different sort of reaction. So would you also think the like scary movies is the non-human factor of things? Like, for example, some people are scared. So supernatural stuff, some stuff aren't really humans. So whether it's a werewolf, vampire, zombie, whatever, they're not human. Um, th- yeah, like you have your demons, whatever you want to call it, spirits or whatever. The unhuman thing, what makes a lot of horror movies horror I mean, obviously, that's that's different genre, but then that's overall those the non-human things would scare people, like yeah. robots. Like some people are really horrified of robots, and sometimes that's the scariest horror movie for them. Yeah, I mean, if you were, I mean, look at the movie Jaws. Yeah, perfect. You know, yeah, um, that's that's where my the movie Anaconda, mm-hmm. those those oh, sort yeah. of things. You know, yeah, kind of that cold-blooded. That. You know, something about looking into something's eyes and not seeing anything just looking into the depths of of you know the universe almost i don't i don't know the best way to explain it but yeah there's something to that um knowing that it doesn't think like you um it doesn't it's not afraid to be alone in the dark or it's not afraid to be with someone else in the dark cujo yeah yeah i mean i was i was gonna say i mean when we talk about like werewolf movies and and some of the i mean in a way the the antagonist is is replaceable i mean a werewolf movie if you're stuck in a cabin and there's werewolves outside it isn't that much different if it's jason or you know you know it could be kind of any i don't know robots might be interesting i haven't seen a cabin stuck in the woods with robots (laughs) attacking you but same thing you know with jaws you know just again it's it's this thing that is other you know different than you that does not empathize it does not care um and um it's coming to get you like Terminator scares the shit out of me. Right, I love um, Terminator. But you know, I mean, they're all they're all 
kind of the same genre in that. I mean, yeah. obviously, you know, with Jaws, it's scary because you're, you're trapped on the water and you can't go anywhere because this thing is there. Um, and being stuck on a boat with Jaws swimming around you is not that much different than being stuck in a cabin or your yeah. house, you know. Yeah, for sure. And, it, and That's why I like the Scream movies, but I don't think they're scary because it's just a human being in a mask. Unlike Jason, because he's actually like, what is he? He's supernatural of some sort, right? I mean, now I like. I, I mean, who knows? I, I love the story arc of Jason. Yeah, it's you know, changed of so like, many times. Yeah, I mean, it was like his mom. Yeah, and then it was Jason, and then it wasn't Jason. Like a like a and demon then, son or something, or uh, no? Then it was just like somebody like just wasn't Jason. It was just somebody like you know reprising that role, and then yeah. it was like, um, then he was. I think it was Jason again. And then they brought him back to life, and that's yeah. it's. I think it's the fourth. I think it's the fourth one or fifth one know. is when you get him like the supernatural part that starts. Because before that, there wasn't like he wasn't this invincible. I will come back to life, guy. Right. You know, it was like kind of Halloween. It was like, is he dead or is he not? But after they, for whatever reason, reason decided to go dig him up, <laughs> and then <laughs> you know during a storm, and you know what happens when you. In the middle of a storm, you use a big metal rod and stick it on a dead body. Of course, you're yeah, gonna get I, animated with the lightning. And ever since then, he's uh, he's been. Yeah, as a kid, I wasn't really ever too scared of Jason or uh, Mike Mike Myers Halloween. No, those two never really scared me because I always thought they were just regular humans. And I was like, "You idiot! Pick up the gun and shoot him. Right, That's right. all it takes." So those movies like that don't scare me. I see. I love uh, Jason Goes to Hell. I don't know if you've like that one. I can't was, remember. Is you know. It was so self-referential oh, and okay, and yeah. and really funny. See, and that's the cover that I remember the most. And and you know it ta- it has, you know, makes reference to Evil Dead. And, like they go to Jason's house and there's like the Necronomicons on yeah. the on the <laughs> table there. And yeah, yeah. you know it it I think was just a great way to to to, to play one. with that one. And also Shocker, um, if you remember Shocker, because you know, uh, Jason goes to hell's you know has to do with people like you know, possess jumping oh, bodies yeah. and oh, stuff like shocker. that. Cause they like oh blow Jason up at the beginning of, of the movie, which is pretty fun. Oh man. We went everywhere today. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> no, it's okay. So many. No, uh, man, that's so funny. I, I, gosh. All right, man. We talked about a lot of shit tonight. <laughs> Sorry. We went all over that's the board is. fans. Thanks for listening. Probably a really long episode, which is going to be awesome. Um, Joshua, thank you for being here. No, thank you so much for for having me. Yeah, uh, for sure. If I may do a quick plug, I'm doing. Oh, uh, go for it. Yeah, thanks. Thank yeah, you. Go for it. Uh, you know, I do virtual uh, town halls, and so since we're uh, talking about all this Halloween stuff, um, that's what my theme is going to be on Sunday. Uh, so I'm having my wife on there, and Patrick Rea, who's the or hopefully it's Patrick. Um, I haven't got the confirmation, but that's the plan. So, you know, my wife was just in I Am Lisa. Patrick was the director of I Am Lisa. We're going to have some other people have done kind of horror stuff like that. And it's going to be kind of a fun show talking about horror stuff and sort of art as a means of uh, politics and uh, self-expression. And so if if anybody are fans of uh, more horror stuff, you know, check it out. Yeah, for sure. We'll put some but, information on there for yeah, you. Yeah, and, and again, thank you so much for, for having me. I mean, like, oh, yeah, you know, I love uh, talking movies and Yeah, no, for stuff. sure, man. I'd love to have you come back on again sometime and, you know. Yeah, if you, have a, if you have a show about synthesizers, I'm your guy. Oh, man. <laughs> <laughs> we have to wait for Tobias on that one. I don't yeah, know I shit could. about that. But, All right. no, for sure, we'll have you definitely back on again when Appreciate Tobias it. is here. But, you know, thank you so much for your time, sir. Absolutely. Nerd Network Podcast. There you go, Julian. Good job. All right, that's our cue to get out of here. All right, everybody, thanks for listening. 
Don't forget to subscribe, YouTube, Facebook, Instagram, all that other bullshit. We have a button for that now. Please subscribe to our podcast. Thank you. And we're out of here.